she bought that? The 70s one? No, oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> Bitch. You're listening to The Fitting Room with Brooke and Bachuga. <laughs> oh my gosh. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, we're back Hi. after a month of not recording. Wow. And remember last episode, we were like, oh, it's been a while. Like, we're going to get back into the swing of things. And then we literally like disappear off the planet for a month. Can you tell our audience why we disappear? Um, why? Where did you go? Oh, I mean, okay. You know what? No, fuck this. What? I've, I've been here. I wasn't supposed to be here, but I've been here. I feel like we were building, the last time we recorded, we were building up to Met, and yeah. I was going to be out of town, and so I was like, hey guys, like we're going to have to record. So as I'm sure our longtime listeners remember, might just be privy to this info, I think we've mentioned it a couple times, but we normally record um, Sunday nights, yeah. get all the bits and bobs edited, put together, social sort of in order, and then drop our episodes uh, normally, I think, what, Tuesday mornings? Tuesdays, yeah. Um, and so, you know, knowing that I was going to be out of town for Met, I was like, okay, like, let's try and find a time during the week. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, shit hit the fan. Shit did hit the fan. Shit hit the fan. You were supposed um, to go to, you were, your client yeah, was supposed I'm, to I'm, tell I'm us. I'm talking in, um, I guess, terms of me not having gone because I didn't go. Um, our last episode, I just remember like, oh my God, just talking about how excited I was. Oh. I mean, the designer that we had lined up and who was making the look for us is like, I I'm still, I'm wondering if I should even like say who it is because there's still a possibility for this look to be worn. Can you tell us who the client was? Um, or who it is I, who you're supposed to dress? If he, I don't know if I necessarily want to say, oh, you really? know, okay. I don't know if I want to like put them on blast. Oh, okay. I think if got y'all it, follow me <clears throat> or I don't know, you might be able to figure it out, mm, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see if um, I feel like it's like an old timey radio show what? where it's like we're uh, leaving clues for like our really? readers or our readers, our listeners to figure out. Check in next week for the answer. <laughs> like what was that fucking... Oh my god, there was like one radio show, like Little Orphan Annie or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. This is like old-timey, like 1930s radio shit. Anyways. Um, oh, from the 30s. Yes, I was around yeah, that like, time. Oh. <laughs> now I remember. You know what I mean. Okay. I'm well, anyways. Um, yeah. My lovely client came down with COVID. And so that's we what did we were not... also out of the out of the studio because yeah. COVID too. Yeah. yeah so basically a... um <laughs> COVID is still rearing its ugly head. It really is yeah. uh in the fitting room world over here. Yeah. So yeah, so basically like guys like uh you know that happened. I think just all of our other shit and like work and like I've been feeling this. I know you've been feeling it. We've talked about it where it's just like just a rocket taking off and everything is back to not even normal speed, but like full faster than it was before. Yeah. People need shit. People want shit. Jobs like everything is filming right now. Like people are like rushing to get, you know, music videos and movies and commercials. And like we're playing catch up. Yeah. Um, and that's just really kind of taken its toll. And so we've been out, but we're so happy to be back. Yeah, definitely. I I was actually looking forward to coming in today because I, I think I told you before, I woke up just 
angry today. Like, yeah. What's going on? Don't know. Is it the new moon? I don't know. It's a new moon. I don't. I mean, Gemini season. <laughs> it is Gemini season. <laughs> Crazy fucking Gemini's. The du- <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. This guy that I like. Who's also like a fashion head. He, uh, I told him the other day, I was like, oh, I'm feeling this and this. And he's like, you know, Gemini season's coming. And I'm like, you know, whatever that means, I'll take it. Whatever the fuck. You know, he's like, it means duality and yada yada. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. But um, yeah, I was looking forward to coming and like doing something that I felt to me was comfortable and fun. Yeah. You know, and yeah. seeing you and David again. Um, but yeah, I also share the same sentiments with you. I think that Met Gala, like leading up to it, was so incredibly stressful. Yeah. I remember at one point in my in my photo studio, there were like you know, you've been, and everything is pretty like organized. I mean, everything was still organized, but there were like racks and racks and racks because it was like I I, I was getting requests from oh, Amber Valletta, oh, and shit. then and Amber ended up wearing uh, Aralda. She ended up wearing a That's piece from Aralda, right. mm-hmm. the gold thing, that right? Gold, yes, that gold wow. number, which I think was a better iteration of Marilyn than you know. Oh, I mean, <laughs> than the actual <laughs> Marilyn, but um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm, yeah, but my dumbass, oh, broke. So I, I, I had like, uh, you know, last last year, Edvin Thompson, the designer of Theophilo, mm-hmm. he he wore one of my pieces on the red carpet, the 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 Marc Jacobs boots. Yeah, the Kikis, right? Yes, and mm-hmm. so this and this year, they like I was working closely with him and his stylist, and then it was like a race, you know, it was like against time. It was like, all right, great, we have this confirmed, this confirmed, this confirmed, and um and Edvin wants these shoes, and I was like, all right, for sure. So then in all of that, I was like, well, I don't have things that Amber might want because Amber requested specific. Uh, vintage John Galliano, oh. and, and which I'm noticing now a, a trend. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. like people, like people are looking for gowns, yep. like red carpet gowns, and that's very expensive. That's very expensive. Super expensive to acquire, and even more difficult to like maintain in good condition. Yep. Because you know the wear and tear, and then like I've had really bad instances of renting gar- renting dresses, gowns on for a red carpet, come back soiled, come back with, and I'm just like, yep. I don't know if I want to put myself through that through that again. I'm like, shoes shoes belong on the floor. Fine, just do whatever you want with them. And then we did have a mishap with shoes. Wink. I know. Anyway, <laughs> no, but so in that, in that, in that, I was like, there was Edvin going on, and then, um, and then uh, I, I kind of like put Amber Valletta's request to the side, which I kind of like kicked myself later because then Edvin came back and was like, "Sorry, I'm not gonna wear your shoes," and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding?" I was like, oh, I was like, it's okay, yeah. it's okay, it's mm-hmm. okay. That and happened then. to me um, <laughs> in relation to mm. kind of this, not the same thing, but I, because there was so much going on leading up to Met, yeah. I had to turn down a job. I had to turn down oh. two jobs. Um, one of them being like an up and coming like actor. Mm-hmm. Um, his publicist had reached out and saying like, oh, hey, like, you know, I, we're now repping this person. Um, we love your work. We wanted to reach out to you and see if you would want to do like a spec shoot with him. And then yeah. basically the idea was that like, you know, I would work with them on this and then 
he has a ton of shit coming out this year. So yeah. they were like, yeah. And then, you know, if all goes swell, like you're just going to be on the ride with us for right. like, you know, however long, um, which is great. And that's like, I, I'm, I'm looking for new clients and yeah. I'm trying to do, as you know, like more red carpet, more celebrity. Yeah. So it was kind of perfect. Oh, okay. Um, but I wasn't able to take the shoot because Can it was you say like who it is? um I'd rather not got it um but I you know I'm just like holding all of my cards yeah I'm um, like today. I'll say whatever <laughs> yeah um but long story short I didn't take the job uh-huh. because there was too much going on yeah. including Met including like a couple other yeah. commitments I already had mm. um and then I didn't obviously do Met and yeah. so I was just like kicking myself because now I'm seeing him like out in the world being mm. styled by you know, not competition, but right. by another stylist yeah. that I'm like, God damn it. Like that should be mine. Right. Um, not to mention, I also had mm-hmm. to turn down this one. I will talk about because yeah. I am pissed. Sorry. Mm. I am upset. Oh, okay. Um, I actually don't even know if the publication is out yet, so I won't give away too many details, but yeah. I had to turn down a 10 page editorial. Oh, damn. Um, and, a cover mm. with someone wow. um, who I, it like nearly broke me <sighs> because I had all these things. And then of yeah. course, like the number one huge big thing yeah. was like, Oh JK, it's not happening. I and know. it's like, if I, if I would have known, I could have taken those other jobs yeah. and like, who knows what would have happened. But obviously, you know, it's just the, it's the way that our world works. Yeah. And you kind of do have to like make those decisions and like, I know that you and I are, you know, loyal to almost like a default where it's like, you know, if we say that we're going to do something, we do it. Or it's like, you know, we make those commitments and we follow through yeah. as best as we can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, so ugh, that sucks. I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's fine. I oh. my my ex-boyfriend was like. You, um, Lucas. Lucas is here. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, I remember. My ex-boyfriend was like, you put Amber Valletta's request to the side. I was like, you know what, dude? I was like, just, (laughs) I don't need this right now. Yeah. But, um, she looked gorgeous in Neralda. I Um, I did actually really love that dress. I really did. Yes, 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 It was one of my favorites. Yeah, it's good for Bryn. Um, and we, yeah, we, I I, congratulated her on that. I worked with recently. Oh, good. On a job, um, yeah. and they were lovely. Yeah. James is lovely, who's like the studio manager there. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, he's great. They were very, very nice yeah. to us. They're and, really yeah. kind. I really love promoting Aralda's work. Yeah. Um, so she got that, and then, um, oh, yeah, there was something. Oh, yeah. This happened randomly too um i got a request for one of the her name is naz naz perez she uh was one of the presenters for e uh oh my god and she wore that like insane the gown that everyone was like why is she presenting she She should be on the fucking (laughs) carpet oh my god yeah i saw that she actually was named one of the best dressed by by people in espanol (laughs) and honestly she was like no tea no shit like she really i I, it was y'all met was a fucking mess like i know that it's like long and past and like johnny and i looked at each other when we first got to the studio today and we were like is it like too far gone to talk about no Matt. but like literally that's where you and i left off i know because the day of no brooke i woke up at five in the morning do you think maybe that's mm. why it was so bad <laughs> because we were 
the, you, I woke up at five in the morning that day on yeah. Monday, right? And the, in tears already, in tears I because um, I had gotten like this. Uh, because then the day before that, or like I don't know, a couple of days before that, uh, Bella Hadid put in a request. Yeah. And I like threw everything aside, and I was like, "All right, cool, here we go." You know, I'm like, it's like, I, I'm, I just feel that like, you know, like last year, I, I've mentioned this before. I, Iris Van Herpen didn't want Grimes to wear those boots, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, I, it's. I'm one person. Yeah. <laughs> it's one fucking shop. I guess Which is these, crazy because like, I thought that that look was so cool. I loved it. Yeah. But they, she, it's like they have, yeah, whatever. But um, I, and then I was just, I, I was heartbroken because the, the, that morning, I remember waking up to this text message from uh, Marie, from Nina Gabbana, because yeah. she was one of the coordinators for uh, Bella's, all of Bella's, uh, like, after-party looks. Yeah, yeah. And um, she was like, oh, Johnny, where's the return address for your pieces? And I was like, fuck. I was like, so nothing was, cho- it's okay. Oh, it's yeah. okay. Well, here's the address, and yeah. I'll see them when, uh, when they get here. And then um, and then uh, she was like, no, no, no. She's like, it doesn't mean that nothing was chosen. I think she's going to be wearing the shoes. You know, yeah. The, the super elevated fucking court shoes. The court shoes yeah. that you just got in London. Yes. And uh, she's like, I think she's going to wear them. And I'm like, okay, great. So, like, we're still in the runner-up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, of course, that night, I, like, l- studying everything, looked at her feet, w- wasn't wearing them. And I was like, whatever. And then um, a couple of days later, I think, one of my colleagues, who, um, his name is Raiden, and mm-hmm. he has his yeah, own store, Raiden Francis. Yeah, of course. And, uh he sent me this image and he's like, because Bella did like a photo dump of like her fitting for the after party. Yeah. And uh, it, like on the floor were my my shoes, my super elevated shoes. Uh, yes, and, I, And yes. Raiden sent them. He's like, are those two shoes on the floor? And it was just that, you know, they were on the floor. And I was like, in How? the background yeah. of a, you know, a, which is kind of like... It was fine. The, you said it too. Where the fuck else are shoes supposed to go but the floor? Like it's... When I set up a fitting... They're like, on the floor. The shoes go on the floor. Yeah. Some people put them on a table, but if you're having a fitting <laughs> in like a hotel room, which so often like for this kind of shit you are, <laughs> or like an apartment or, you know, not like a place where you bring in like a six foot like pop up. You're not like on set. Right or anything like that, yeah. The sh- the shoes are on the floor. It's fine, <laughs> regardless of how much the shoes are and how precious they are. Yeah, but I've put crazy <clears throat> shit on the on floor, the floor before. You've, Sorry, have you been to like- my place? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, your shoes too. You have shoes that are on like a shelf, like at the ceiling. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> like, but I think, um, like the the Pechuga audience, like I, I think also it's like I I I spoke so highly of the shoes and I treat everything yeah. like like babies and yada yada and like I call them angels and I'm whatever, um, and people were offended on my behalf and I was like, guys, like. Guys, what I'm like, it's okay. Like, I I'm not mad at that. Um, I was actually, I was actually I was as stupid as it sounds. I'm like, I'm I was like, happy. I'm like, I'm happy that my shoes were even considered. You know? Yeah. And yeah. this is the one thing that I think people think about. Um, for 
like for the Met, for example, um, everyone's like, uh, oh, awesome. You know, when they saw Grimes and Edvin wearing my things, they were like, oh, great, finally. Da, da, da. And I'm like, bitch, no. Like, I've been working for this, <laughs> at this for years. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember Amal Clooney was the first one to put in a request that I was just like, <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, for... Uh, okay, hold on. I've n- you've never <laughs> fucking told me about this and you need right? to tell me everything yeah. right now. Are you... <laughs> Yeah. So when I was, it was baby Pechuga, like baby Pechuga. <gasps> and um, I was like still working out of a matchbox like apartment. And um, I was like, I was collecting all of these like Boucher pieces, you know, and like yeah. the, and it was heavenly bodies. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Amal's team reached out and they were like, hey, Amal really wants to like try this, da, 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 da. And I was like, uh, absolutely. Yes. I like, would die. I'll, I'll send every uh, everything. What do you guys want? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a mall. Um, <laughs> but it didn't work out. And uh, But yeah, I've been, it, it's been sort of like that um, since then, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but, and now uh, it's, it's just a different, it's like a different playing field, you know? And, and there's also like the expectations that I had of myself and the business. I'm like, damn, bro, like, you really set yourself up high. Like, where the fuck else are you supposed to go from there, you know, from here? Higher. And I, I, that's why I cried. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I Do you know how I've cried? Oh, my God. In and the I last, told... like, month and a half, I've what? cried. Really? Like, so much. Oh, it's just, it's like, yeah, it's like what we were just saying before. It's just like... Mm-hmm. God, like it's because no one understands. It's kind of like no. it's so easy to like shit on everything, you know. When you're just like a like you're just like yeah, you can watch it from your like comfort of your own home. But I'm like, yeah, you don't know like the fact that like for you, for example, you are working months in advance. Yeah, to have <laughs> to have your client in in this look and and to and have it happen and for it to be taken away and it's like oh my god, I I, I do you know what's crazy mm, is I will say I'll I'll tell what? a little further about which I think maybe I told you over text I can't remember um so what's really interesting is that like you know when I when I got the text saying you know that it wasn't happening yeah um it was like a little it was like just a hair over a week out from that and so I was like okay and then it's like, all right, like, what's, you know, let me just, like, take a beat. Yeah. CDC says uh, five days you can go. But yeah. it was just, like, one of those things where I was, like, there's so much, you know, obviously writing on it. And, like, it's way above my pay grade. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to, like, take a beat. <laughs> yeah. Hang out. Yeah. Obviously, the look was already done. Right. So it was really just a matter of, like, you know, um, going you know yeah. like literally just like getting myself there you were supposed to go to cardi b's playboy party oh my god yeah so uh, I, which, thank you for bringing that up again because i was like, like not more upset about missing that but i was definitely like i was very upset about it but yeah a, a dear friend of mine was like hey um you know cardi's having an after party and i you know you're on the list and i was just like wait what and i was yeah. like fuck yes let's go um, and then obviously like I didn't even like go to New York, but, um, yeah. <laughs> it was interesting cause like I didn't cry. Like I thought, yeah. you know, and I, I was in the middle of a massive project, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so when I got the text that, you know, my client was sick, I was actually in fittings with my number one like client for this new project. And like 
just having had like an amazing like four hour fitting, mm-hmm. like packing everything up, mm-hmm. like just like leaving like on fucking cloud nine. And right, I got the text and I was just like, right. oh, my God, like my heart sank. But I didn't cry. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry until the next day because um, my client was like, hey, like I want to reach out to the designer and let them know you know, can you send me their contact info? And I said, absolutely. So I gave, I gave it all a beat. And also I was in the middle of fittings, like for this like thing that I've been on for the last like month and a half. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't reach out to the designer until the following day. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm going to let that, I'm going to let them have that conversation. Cause it's, a, it's not really like, I don't know. I just wanted them to have like a moment before I like chimed in and was like, the fuck? Right, right, right. Or whatever. And so the next morning I like got up really early. Which is the professional thing to do. I mean, I thought so because, but you know, obviously time is of the essence and like, you know, I wanted him to know, I wanted our designer to know as soon as possible, but I also didn't want to like overstep boundaries or, you know, whatever. So I was also just like, I think like so upset, like I couldn't really even like talk about it. Mm-hmm. But the next morning I got up, um, was in bed and started, you know, drafting this email to our designer mm-hmm. and just fucking lost mm-hmm. it. And I was like sobbing in bed for like 20 minutes, like trying to write this email of just being like, you know, I'm so sorry, y'all. Oh my God. I mean, you know how much went into it yeah, absolutely. and just to like literally have it like not happen is fucking crazy yeah it's like a pinnacle to anyone's career it's like yeah you're fucking styling someone for the met yeah and even more so like you know everything had been going so well right and like i was having such a good time just like working with this designer mm-hmm. um and so it was just kind of like not like a you know this is gonna sound maybe a little cheesy or something mm-hmm. but it was like Almost like not a missed friendship because obviously now we've been in the trenches together and we had this like whole thing fall through together and whatever. And so it was like in my email to him, you know, I was like, oh, also like I'm going to be in New York in the summer for a wedding. Like I would love to take you for a drink and we can commiserate and like whatever. And he was very, very sweet. Is that where you're wearing your uh, vintage Lacroix too? Okay. So (laughs) it's funny that we like circle back to this because I was... I've been editing out my closet because I'm just like, well, truth be told, I'm having a little bit of a personality like like fashion crisis myself, which is so funny to say, like as a stylist, like just like uh, like, I don't know. I just like recently like went into my closet and I was like, I literally hate everything. Okay, And I kind of attribute that to just having rewatched Sliding Doors. Okay, (laughs) The (laughs) 90s film with Gwyneth (laughs) Paltrow, who I mean, you know, we were talking about fucking fashion icons earlier. Mm. Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, did I tell you that I went to a goop event? Uh, wait, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, wait, you were going to the event. And that's one of the other reasons why we missed recording on a Sunday. Because I had to go see. It was the week after Met, remember? And I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'm not going, whatever. But we can record this Sunday. And you were like, no, I'm going to Goop. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me like, finish this Okay, thought. yeah, Anyways, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I crisis. Have, I've decided that I only want to wear outfits that resemble her Calvin like head to toe so hilarious speaking of like costume design and all of the things that we talk about on this podcast yeah I did a little bit of research into sliding doors as I'm watching it because I was just like oh my god she has the most amazing fucking wardrobe I've Ah, ever seen sliding doors like okay everyone please watch this film if you haven't before if you have revisit it 
maybe we should maybe we'll do a Pachuga movie night or a Pachuga. <laughs> we'll do a, we'll do a movie night together um and watch it the the her looks in particular uh-huh. so there was no money for the clothing oh, in this surprise <laughs> um Gwyneth oh. I think had she was just starting out. She obviously she's massive, massive star, almost like out the gate, right? I mean, her I mother mean, is nepotism, this, yeah. what have you. She's like literally <laughs> one of the most beautiful human beings on the planet. Like all she's the very things. charismatic. She, yeah, she was dating. I think she was dating Brad Pitt at this point. Like literally at the top of her fucking game. Mm-hmm. Um, no budget for this film um, for the wardrobe. And so she basically, it's like, I read this article where it's like she and the designer went to Gwyneth's good friend, Calvin Klein's (laughs) studio. And they basically like opened the doors and they were like, pick whatever you want. You can have it. And so her entire wardrobe in the film is like nineties Calvin Calvin Klein, Klein, which Oh my God. Anyway, so I watched this film and I'm like, okay, that's all I really want to wear and look like. And like, you know, um, so I was cleaning up my closet the other day, and I found the Lacroix that we bought together. Okay. And I was like, and "Oh what? my god! No, 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 oh, no!" Okay. But I, I haven't had it altered yet. Okay. And I was like, "Okay, I have to like set this aside to take to Olga, yeah, my seamstress, and like you know do all the bits." And then I was like, mm, "Is that still my choice to wear to the wedding?" Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. Okay, okay. I love it so much. I love it so much. I think you should wear it. I'm wearing eyeshadow today. That's almost the exact same color. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, but so commiserating drinks. Commiserating drinks in New York. Um, may or may not be wearing the Christian Lacroix that we bought together. But please tell me about this fucking goop event because I meant to text you, um, and I was on set like the next day. I think after you had gone because it was a Sunday you went. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, and, he, okay, and I, so I meant to check in. And one I of my was, like, buried. one of my very very good clients. She she's taken a liking to me, and she told me one day she was like, "You want to come with me to like a Goop event?" And I was like, "Sure." Like I don't know anything about uh, Goop uh, except that it's headed by Gwyneth, and uh, I know about the Yanni eggs. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because if you think about it, that's my name. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, yeah, I know. So I like I made it a joke. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to like get a Yanni egg. Um, Yanni for Yanni. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I guess we should tell people what they are, right? Yanni eggs are like eggs that Gwyneth has uh, devised to. Um, they're jade. They're jade, right? Yeah, I they're think nor- so. They're normally jade eggs. And you like put them in your vag- up your vagina. Yeah, so it's to do kegels. Yeah, so it's like a, and it's not. I think that there are other brands, and what's funny mm. is these things existed before, obviously, oh, you know, okay. but. I think it was just because of obviously she's Gwyneth and yeah. has the platform she does, and then yeah. when she put them on the Goop site, I think that they were also like marked up tremendously. Yeah, everything you know? is. Yeah, and she has vagina scented candles. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. She has a vagina scented candle as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's like. So you that's know, what I thought I was going to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, mean? I thought like, that's yeah, kind of what you were going yeah, to, me too. or maybe like health food, like all something. Food or something. And I, I didn't know, you know, but my client was like. Um, she 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 made a big deal out of it, so I was like, all right, sure, I guess. I'll what did you like, wear? Oh, um, I wore yeah, Valentino, Westwood, and like D squared, I think, and like my Westwood shoes. I look cute. 
Um, I was also your the flats, o- like your little like buckle my, flats, mm-hmm, cute and, and patent leather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the only Latino in the audience. Ah! <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, what? <laughs> and uh, but anyway, so they had us like park at this one location, and then there was like a a bus that took us to like a to like the location where where the Goop event was at, and then we get there, and it was like like these giant gates and everyone was like wearing a goop t-shirt it was i have to say it was a little cultish definitely Mm. giving the vibe Mm. and um ran into this man as soon as we got out of the parking lot actually who kind of like set the tone for the entire um event he was like he was psyched to me (laughs) 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 to me he's like He's like, I literally flew in from Florida just to come see Gwyneth. And I was like, and I turned to my client. I know. And I turned to my client and I'm like, I'm like, Wayne, I'm like, Gwyneth is going to be here? I was like, <laughs> I was like, Margot Tenenbaum? Because <laughs> that's that was my introduction to Gwyneth. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the Royal Tenenbaums, her as Mar- Margot. Oh my God, and, so um, good. You know she's wearing Fendi, the, the, for, the Fendi for the code, fur. and mm-hmm. a Birkin. Anyway, so yeah, that it was that. It was uh, basically her and um, like I think four or five other panelists who were talking about what like mental health, gut health, oh. and um, just it was all very like existential, somewhat holistic, which is like what yeah. she's known for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I sort of vibed with that because I, I like you know being the nerd that I am. Like there was this one I think psych like psychologist who was like a Harvard trained professor and whatnot and spoke about all these like theory on like developmental issue like developmental theories of like personality characteristics and like positive disintegration and all that and like I took I know I took all these notes and like I went home (laughs) I'm still in the process of like transcribing all of them and just like I refer back to them when I'm ever like when I'm feeling stressed out yeah but um now my my entire team makes fun of me because I'm like I because I referenced that I'm like Gwyneth pilled I've been gooped (laughs) (laughs) you have been gooped I'm I've, gooped. I've You've been, been gooped. gooped. Yeah. Wow. Did you get any? Okay. Well, I asked what you wore. I got fucking masks. I was going to say, what, what, what was like I mean, in, the she good, had bomb, in the goodie bag? She had bomb um, breakfast food. Ooh. And I think I asked for like a diet soda. Oh, honey. And my client was like, this is a goop event. <laughs> She's like, like you're going to have water. Water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that was that. I she did come out. She looked amazing. She was I'm like, of course you're fucking ravishing. <laughs> yeah, no, she's literally like one of the most beautiful people on the planet. I'm <laughs> obsessed an, with her. It was so annoying. But yeah. I forget that that was all this month. We're yeah. still today's May thirty fucking first. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. We have I don't even remember. It was yeah, it was well before mm. Met that we had even recorded last. I don't know. David, what was the date on our last? 26th of April. Woo! Yeah. Well, because it's like I'm looking at our um, at the Fitting Room Pod uh, yeah. IG account. And yeah, yeah that yeah. was when we were last like really active. Wow. I know. A and... lot's happened. Um, I mean, clearly. Uh, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else like Met related. I Other than with... like. <laughs> I worked with the face. 
Okay, yeah, because I was on set that morning yeah. and we were texting and you were like, send me your, like, yeah. what was it, top five yes. Met looks of all time? Yes. Which is, guys, Jesus Christ. Yeah. To get that text from Johnny at like seven o'clock in the fucking morning, I yeah. was like on my way to set. Yeah. Um, And... I got that text from you and then you called me and I was like, hello. And I was like, I'm at work. And you're like, oh my God, leave. (laughs) (laughs) Send me, send me your list. Jesus Christ. Um, That was fun. Like just like fucking throwing that together. Um, Yeah. That, yeah, that morning I woke up at five five in the morning and bawled my eyes out. Um, I told all my friends, I'm like, today's a really stressful day. Please do not talk to me about the Met Gala. Like, I don't want to know. I don't want to see anything about the Met Gala. I don't want to see the red carpet. Please. I tried ignoring it at work as much as I could. And then I get an email from The Face magazine and they're like, would you mind taking over our social media and and covering all the Met Gala (laughs) doings? And I'm like, what? You're like. Like, we'll pay you. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But that was fun. Like, it was cute. It was. You know what I did notice, though? However, like, I, um, not, I mean, it was exhausting. Like, because I'd never done anything like that before. So I, like, I, I went on to like what the other like talk talking heads in fashion mm-hmm. were like doing and sort of like kind of like formatted my um critiques like or yeah. how to like even start. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I could, okay, great. And then like like twenty or like an hour of studying what other others were doing, I was like, Okay, I think I got this. Like, you know, just getting eased into it. Yeah. But um I did have some strong things to say about certain looks. Sure. And um the editors from the face were like, Oh no, you can't say that about this. Da, 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 da. And I was well, like, Can mm-hmm. you No, I can't. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> Wait, what why? Because they're friends of the editors or friends of the magazine and da 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 and then like you can't Yeah, but this is our podcast, baby. I know, but I'm still going to be working with the face later on. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I but do it know did, what you mean. <laughs> it did make me realize, though, that I'm very... I, I, but I took my critiques to my yeah. own business account. Yes. And I was like, this is what I think of this, 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 And um, I kind of went in and, you know, I'm... I'm of course, I'm going. I have I have a lot of opinions and a lot of like you know references that I can also pull. Yeah. And um, it, when it came to the Kardashians and especially like with Kim, oh. I I did lose a lot. <laughs> I saw that a lot of people started dropping off, like in terms oh, of like really? like following. Yeah, like because. You because mean like things... following like followers or you mean just like following along in <laughs> No stories? followers like of the Pachuga followers yeah really? Yeah because and 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 it's interesting to note too because it's like this family is so polarizing it's yeah. so polarizing yeah. there's no in between you either really like them or you cannot stand yeah. them yeah. and you know from my point of view I'm like like their clients right of yeah. the shop but I don't necessarily have to agree with everything that they're doing and I don't oh god no I'm not, I'm not championing for anything that they're doing like all I do is provide pieces to them yep and uh but I'm like if you have you know this woman that's wearing this iconic dress we're gonna have to talk about we it we have to talk about you it you know what we I mean in that to. instance and um but yeah, um, I was grateful for the face for giving me that uh, that opportunity, and um, I didn't I didn't look too much into what 
Oh, but like I did notice the I I did notice the like the panier trend, mm-hmm. which I'm like kind of down. Which I'm like now I'm like oh we should revisit that. Like the crinoline. I've been fucking I've been championing for the crinoline since the New York Times. Uh, no, it was the Wall Street Journal last year. They interviewed me, and they were like, Johnny, what do you think we are going to be wearing in six months from now? And I'm like, super elevated. Crinolines. Yeah, I'm like crinolines and super elevated court shoes. Please. And um, they edited all of that out. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, they edited all of that out. And um, you just actually Mm? reminded me of something. Oh. Because I remembered that I have a a A 1950s, like, Mm. almost like maybe something that someone would wear to, like, a dance. Okay. Or something, but a really cute um, dress that mm. is crinoline. Oh. And I can wear that to the wedding. <gasps> Cute. You're like, crinoline. I was like, wait, I have that thing. I'll wear that. Maybe I'll wear that to the wedding. I think it's, it's going to be it's, fucking hot. It's amazing. Like, it's like. Yeah, I fucking love. I mean. I mean. And what's crazy mm. too. Yeah. I mean, we talking about peignets and like that mm-hmm. sort of silhouette. Um, Something that I just worked on. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. We we have a lot of peignets you see? in this project. And I'm like, let it's it's nuts. Like. Like. Yeah, but anyway, just the layers and like, oh yeah, the structure and, and seeing of men wear panniers yeah, now, I'm yeah. like, oh shit! So it's now like, uh, and that I'm was like, fucking cool. Yeah, I know. And um, the Wall Street Journal made me sound like a like just dumb California guy. Like, <laughs> <the> <laughs> I was so I was so heated when I when the article came out because um, I just saw it. They just depicted me like a dumb which whatever but i was redeemed last i think it was last week when i was in vogue yeah uh, the um i saw the that the five like the five vintage dealers and what they're they think yep. is going to come out yep. and i i did um i i love um i love analyzing fashion from the point of view of like like i don't know like society as a yeah, whole i'm like sure. wh- what's happening like wh- you know, it's like a dress isn't just a dress. Like this isn't just you know. I'm like, mm-hmm. let's delve deeper and see like what that actually means. And um, and I appreciate uh the audience that Pechuga has because they're all. And I think I mentioned this to this like um to this other magazine that I was interviewed by Viva in New Zealand. Yeah, I'm like. The Pachuga audience, they're just like like sexy misfit nerds, you know? I'm like, <laughs> they all want to look amazing and want to learn where all these like garments are from. And um and, and for that I'm I'm definitely appreciative of, of Vogue, really. Yeah. And and Liana, yeah. um, who has definitely taken an interest into like all my like quirky fashion things that um that have been kind of like think um overlooked mm-hmm. possibly in, in in the last years and um but yeah i um i'm i'm definitely happy to see i'm 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 curious to see what what happens from now until i don't know bro the end of- <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about this because uh-huh. before you got here i was in the office with david uh-huh. and we were talking about basically he was like <laughs> David what did you say you were like uh you basically asked he was like can you please explain fashion right now <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> he was like 
He was like, yeah, he's like, I just feel like there's so much out there. And like, how do you even like basically like how do you navigate like what is good or cool or like wh- what are how how does anyone figure out like what you sh- like what people should be wearing? Right. It was kind of an interesting question because it, it kind of, you know, I started thinking about it. I was like, well, there's just one. There are way too many fucking clothes in the universe yeah right like just mathematically it's like horrifying you know what i mean yes statistically it's like we're supposed there's enough clothes for us to be wearing it's it's like i I can't remember where i I want to say it was maybe business of fashion or it could have been like new york times or something i saw this like article recently and it was just talking about like physically how many garments exist in the world Uh versus like how many you know like what our actually like earth population is and it's just it's like very very bleak and sad but um you know speaking more to like the style of it all right Mm -hmm. um and you know we were kind of talking about like fashion icons earlier and it's like you know there is so much out there and it's like, you know, cause David was like, well, yeah, like, I mean, cause euphoria has like a big, you know, pull as far as like trends and that kind of thing goes. And I was like, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, especially, I mean, for me, euphoria, it's, it's maybe more so with the makeup. Yeah. Um, and I think it was within the last, definitely within the last month, um, the makeup artist for Euphoria, the department head for makeup, um, her name's Daniela Davey, just um, collaborated with A24 and released her own makeup line, mm. which is, I've been seeing a lot of it. I don't own any of it yet, but it's, I mean, she's she's a fucking genius when it comes to, like, beauty and makeup. And so I, I what I've been seeing and, like, you know, as far as, like, what, you know, product is out there and whatever is like really cool. Um, and then David was like, well, yeah, like Euphoria and and the Kardashians. And it's like, yeah, of course, like Kardashians are a major influence, I think, as far as like what trends are, what have you. But what's interesting is I feel like, you know, one of the things that we always talk about on this podcast is really and like I think you and I both push for mm-hmm. certainly mm-hmm. is sustainability as much yeah, as we can. Definitely. Um, and so, you know, seeing the girls at the Met that were in Vintage, yeah, fucking love. Right. Seeing everyone at Cannes recently that's yeah. been doing Vintage, we fucking love. Yeah. Um, and so now it's almost like, you know, I think I saw this thing, oh, it was within maybe the last week or something. So there's an account for those of you that don't know, um called Shrimpton Couture. Mm-hmm. Do you know Shrimpton? Uh, yeah. Of course. Yes. Um, in fact, Shrimpton's placement mm-hmm. at the Met yeah. was one of my absolute favorites. Yes, speaking LaCroix. of LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fucking LaCroix. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they had posted, because I guess obviously since the Met, they've been getting a bunch of requests from stylists to pull. Yeah. Um, and... I thought this was pretty interesting because basically they came out, you know, in stories and they were just like, hey, like just putting this out there. We've been getting like a huge influx of requests and Mm -hmm. questions and people wanting to pull editors, stylists, whatever. Um, You know, basically everyone wants like, you know, and you and I just kind of talked about this. uh, They want sex. They want skin. They want 
Galliano. They want, you know, gowns. They want all of, you know, all of the things that we're seeing, you know, a lot of the Kardashians wearing right now. And, you know, there's definitely like a certain, I think, silhouette that's really mainstream at the moment. So what's interesting is, you know, for someone like Shrimpton that, you know, is an archivist that does have all of the, you know, is into vintage and is into sustainability. I guess they've just been getting all of these requests for designers that aren't their specialty, mm. you know, because like I think if you are familiar with Shrimpton or like know sort of like what their aesthetic is like and every everyone has their own shit, right? Yeah. Like Everyone has yeah. their own aesthetic. And so I guess they've just been getting a lot of requests for, you know, designers that they don't necessarily like even carry and so they basically mm-hmm. <laughs> just came out and they were like hey like thanks so much for the interest but also like you know we do see all the girls wearing vintage right now but it's mm-hmm. like maybe before you email me a list of like shit that you're looking for like kind of figure out like what my gig is right you know like what what my interests are yeah. and, like what our shop represents and like what you know so i thought that was pretty interesting because i was like hmm i re- i liked her yeah i it's yeah funny Do you, you, did say you that. see that no i didn't see that comment that she made i saw their inclusion at, in british vogue yes. where the owner was talking to the uh to the I forget who the writer was, but she was like, you know, finding these couture gowns is becoming exceedingly rare because not many were kept in the proper conditions that you have to keep these gowns in. Totally. And not many were made. Mm -hmm. And altering one of these pieces is like, there's a fine balance. And I just, I loved that, that perspective. Um, I I have, I I have, uh, like, I, I don't like when, when people that are at that level talk down yeah you know or, or like um kind of like or dumb things down for, pe- yeah. for people i'm just like no like you're doing you're doing a disservice because it's kind of like you're not a tra- like you never know who's reading but um i definitely appreciated that um perspective um and i agree with you i think that that like uh the, the emerald oh green God. on i think it was akesh i think her last name is like the model a dit right uh, yes yeah beautiful yeah the green beautiful the green beautiful which um gabriella karifa johnson i think is her name mm-hmm. um who styles bella oh, yeah. also yes. did that yes and what was really interesting everyone please please look this up i thought this was so cool mm-hmm. um is that she wore the dress backwards who oh i do the green really? uh-huh yeah the lacroix yeah she wow. wore it. she wore it backwards and apparently um Gabriella had reached out, I believe, to both Shrimpton and Lacroix and was like, hey, this is happening. We're going to be wearing this dress backwards. Mm, is that cool? Wow. And I, I, as far as I, let alone like my brain is quite smooth after uh-huh. the last <laughs> month and a half because there's been a lot smooth, going on. Smooth but, brain tings. Um, uh-huh. Smooth brain tings. Um, <laughs> I may have dreamt this. Really? Um, no, but uh, yeah, I remember seeing that. First of all, just her wearing it backwards was so fucking cool. Oh, I love, loved. Uh, I love doing shit like love, that. Love, love. I love doing shit like that. It's like okay, we know it's supposed to look like this, but what if, you know? And it just sort of like brings new life into a garment that you know one is vintage and maybe hasn't been worn in so long, and it just kind of like you know. 
No, absolutely. Yeah, I just thought that was I so love cool. It. She looked beautiful. It was like one of my top dresses, I think. But but jumping off on um, what you were saying about the uh, people not knowing what Trimpton's uh-huh. like spiel is yeah it, yeah I'm kind of do you ex- get that do I'm you experiencing get, like, the same thing too I got a request today in the morning they were like oh do you have this like 1920s 1930s I'm like that's an antique bro like I don't <laughs> you know what I mean I'm like that's a hundred years old I don't yeah, like yeah. the scope of my pieces is like maybe 50 60 I have like some Pierre Cardin yeah. Uh, Paco Rabanne, but I don't have like what, like Charles James Worth, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> I wish, but I'm like, where do I even yeah. get that? I mean, yeah. I know where to get it from, but you know, um, you know, it's also kind of like, I don't know why this just came into my mind. I can't remember what her name is. I would have to go through my TikTok and find it. I did find, um, because I just thought of like, oh, like, you know, you said I know where to find it. And then I was like, you know, I wonder if Carrie Taylor, like, probably has stuff like um, that. Did you see, I don't know if you saw this, um, it came across my TikTok, and I think it may have been a little old, but um, there was this woman, I believe, Oh, I don't know if she's in the States or if she's, Mm. I think she's English. Um, But basically, you know, her grandmother had passed away. um, And then when her grandfather had passed away, he basically just was like, you know, here's a bunch of her things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think at the age that she had inherited all of this stuff, she kind of just like tucked it away and like, you know, certain things that she just was like, oh, that's really cool. I'm just going to like put it in this trunk or mm-hmm. like put it in the closet or whatever. So I think she was also recently like spring cleaning or something and was like rediscovered this dress that was her grandmother's. Mm-hmm. And it's, I believe, like 1940s Dior. Ah. It's one of the most... It's it's stunning. Mm. It's absolutely stunning. Mm. And like I know that you're on TikTok. I know that you have a love-hate relationship with TikTok. People on TikTok are fucking crazy. <laughs> um and the kids and I'm I'm talking about about this in leading up to something else. But um basically people were like obviously like oh my god cuz she was like okay like you know she was going you know, she did a few TikToks like over about the dress uh-huh. and people were like, um, that dress is Dior, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, and it, you know, has a lot of wear to it. Um. And so I think Carrie Taylor had gotten in touch with her and was basically like, this is what you own. Wow. This is how much it's worth. Oh, wow. And you do not whatsoever Mm-hmm. need to put that on your body. Like you oh. can just like, it's, they basically Carrie Taylor like, um, you know, had advised her to never wear the dress. And really? she was just like, oh, like, I've, I've wanted to wear this for so long, but it needs a lot of, like, mending. And oh. so then I think she's now in the process of, like, reaching out to, and I want to say it's custom. Okay. Um, but she's reaching out to Dior, I think, like, to see if they'll, like, you know, mend the dress. Because wow. obviously you can't just, like, take that to, like, your dry cleaner. Right, you know? right. Um, <laughs> but in... Bouncing off of this, sort of, um, talking about just, you know, TikTok and people Are you going to talk about the Anna Sui dress? No, oh, okay. I want to talk about the Gautier. Ah, uh, 
Yeah. The goat TA. I sounded like a goat just now. <laughs> <laughs> goat TA. Oh, um, shit. That's funny. But I know I clocked this. I know you saw it. I, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast fucking saw it because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we have to talk about the copy of the copy. Yes. Yes. Because it's, I, it, it's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so fucking ridiculous. And I, I remember seeing it was, I think, fa- oh, Fendi, Fendi Faget? <laughs> Is that who it was? Oh, my God. Yeah, Fendi Faget was the one who, <laughs> like, uh, made it, like, public. And then and then I think it was, like, or I don't know what Fendi Faget w- said, but, um, and then I Deserve Couture, of course, like, yes. chimed in. And then, just by sheer coincidence uh the press office um the Jean-Paul Gaultier's press officer sent me a gift uh I saw that yeah the shirt in question of the print in question oh my god that's so funny the naked top from the Lota I think Volkova what's her last name um let me see because I've been like you know that my my cone bra still hasn't arrived. Oh yeah, Volkova. You did say that, yeah. I'm, Which I I'm like. I need where to. Where is she? No, I need to email them today. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I woke up and I was like. Mm. But, but basically, yeah. Right. Tell tell everyone like what happened, like because the people don't know. I no. Mean- so Jean Paul Gaultier's <laughs> social uh, posted an entire um, like series of uh, photos of uh, everyone that has been wearing the naked Trump Loy print. Uh-huh. And um, JT, uh, the girl JT has been wearing it yep. and um, just a bunch of other people. And Syndical Chamber, um, the owner, or the designer, was the, uh, claimed that Jean-Paul Gaultier was ripping off his designs. And that kind of set the whole, like, fashion internet denizen ablaze. I can't. Because it was like, bitch, that's your mother. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jean-Paul Gaultier birthed you. Like, how dare you? And And I love that they were like, oh, no, but, like, look, we released this, like, blah, 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 when, when, when. And it's like, honey, he's been doing... He's been doing the naked and like all this shit for since probably before you were born. You were born, yeah. It's I mean, like, uh, mm, check your fucking reference, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, I um I attributed that the 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 Trump Loy to the nineteen ninety three spring summer collection where it was like Yasmin Gari yes, came out yes. wearing the naked cat suit. But it actually it predates. It was that. before that. Yeah, right? it wasn't from like eighties. Nineteen ninety one, fall, fall, 91. autumn, autumn, winter, nineteen ninety one. Where um, and it was it was interesting because it was uh, Moji, this mm. um, this dealer uh, from Paris, who sent me the reference, and he's <gasps> like, it's actually like it predates what you just stated. So I'm like, thank Whoa. you for the correction. But like, this is what that's how it's done. You know, it's yeah. like I. I love this kind of like um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I want to think that you know Pechuga and and the work that goes on there is not. Um, it's all about you know the pieces and the references, and it's like, can we build on that? Like let let's. It's like information that needs to be like passed down. But yeah. I think that like and to us to an extent, I think that Diet Prada has kind of you know made this 
like I don't know how to say like uh, the nearsightedness in people, uh-huh. you know, and this like this promotion of cancel culture and like yes. cyberbullying, and because then all of uh, Syndical Chambers fans came after Gautier, and it was mm-hmm. just it was embarrassing. It was it was so embarrassing. <laughs> it, was fucked up. it was so embarrassing. I'm like, oh girl, it was just like. Pick up a book. That's, <laughs> That's been my though. fucking. Sl- That's been my slogan. It really. Sh- I mean, it is. Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, I remember seeing all that go down, and I was just like, oh, and I was like, Johnny's gonna have a field day with this. Um, and then yeah, I I saw all of your stuff, and also Hanan's. Um, and I want to say there was someone else that was like chiming in on it, and it was just it was hysteria. Dazed. Days wrote. Days wrote wrote a, an article yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They did, and I <laughs> days just, later. I mean, well, yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember seeing all that, and I was just like, oh my god. I made a joke saying that uh, these type of people would be would be the same one saying that Vivian Westwood is copying Ashley Williams. Yes. Oh my god, I did see that. I did see that. I'm like, bro, no, you get, come on, like. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> but this is why. This is and I think we were talking about another instance that happened. Um yep. you know, where it was like get your facts straight before yeah. before you go and, and, and start spewing factoids on the internet, you know? Yep. It's like Yeah. This isn't how it's done. What do we always say? Mm-hmm. What do you have to have? You have to have the fucking receipts. Yeah. And, you gotta have your receipts. And the book. And literally the books. And literally like, yeah. pick up the book and pick, read pick it. Pick up a fucking book. <laughs> I actually had the book with all the references. And I'm like, guys, it's right here. <laughs> You're like scanning it. Yeah. And like uploading it to the website. Like, hello. I wish. Cite your references. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Well, we are nearly at our time here. It's been quite the catch-up. Um, thank you guys for bearing with us. We are getting back into the swing of things. There are so many other things going on. I know, Johnny, you've been so, so, so busy. And we both have a bunch of projects finally like coming out, which yeah. is really cool. So keep an eye out, everybody. We're going to be posting a lot. And yeah, you can see what we've been up to probably on socials for the last month, which will be really fun. <laughs> um, and yeah. then, yeah, we're back in the swing. So I think this is a Fitting Room After Dark episode. We're here on a post-memorial day. Uh, oh my God, right. <laughs> right? Like a little like, evening sesh we have a hotline request too that we need to address that's right um yes as a reminder we have had requests come in hit us on the hotline we love (laughs) y'all thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week thanks y'all bye Thanks so much for joining us at the Fitting Room Podcast this week. You can find me on socials at Stylist Brooke. You can find Johnny at Pachuga underscore Vintage. You can find us at Fitting Room Pod. And now you guys can call or text Johnny and I at 724-CHAT-TFR. That's 724-242-8837.